together and uh, stand and turn our hymn books to page all time great hymn 212. <coughs> page number 212. This man lived to be 90, right at 97, I believe. I walked by his grave Thursday evening, and uh, I think his wife lived to be about 100. Uh, a great music person, hymn writer, Otis McCoy. Keep on the fire line. <laughs>
prophet Jonah to go to Nineveh. Right. He ran the yeah. other way. This song says, never run. Yeah. Yeah. I don't want to run from God. I want to run to God. Yeah. Yeah. Number 184. Oh, yes. Amen. 
way up on her. Describe it probably, but they say the elixir, I hope I pronounced that right, of life. In other words, they're bound to be a magic potion somewhere yes. that'll make me live forever. Everybody else will die, but yeah. I'll live forever. You ever found it? Yeah. <laughs> I found him. Amen. And that's it. That, no magic now. But 
He's promised us we can live forever with him if we obey him. Amen. Wow. Anyone over here have a special prayer request this evening? On the side.
of us individually. Amen. He loves all mankind, but he's interested in us. Amen. And I appreciate the Lord for that. It's good to have somebody interested in it. Huh? Okay. Why don't we stand and uh, ask the Lord to touch Brother Robert. He's out in the field. Uh, I.e., that means he's out in the jungle playing army. Uh, with the U.S. Army right now. Uh, and so please let's remember him right now. Dear Lord Jesus, we ask and pray that you would touch Brother Robert right now where he's at. And Lord, we pray whatever it might be, Lord, that you would take control of that thing, Lord. Lord, if it's of Satan and his design, Lord, to hurt him. And, and I pray, Lord, heal him. Move for him. But Lord, if you've got a purpose in it, we pray, Lord, for your perfect will to be done. Help him to be able to complete his task. We pray in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Thank the Lord. 
So good having our visitors. Forgive me, I can't remember your name. Tracy, I should be able to remember that. And Mr. Williams, that's right. We appreciate them coming and being with us from the little church down there, uh, the Lodge. All right, a little, little pop-up church, and we do appreciate that. Why don't you stand and testify, Brother Todd? Amen. I, um, I appreciate God. And, you know, all he's done, I have this, I have, actually have this piece of paper right here in my Bible. I keep some things wrote down. I, um, I, I really uh, am happy the way the church is. And I had a, a kind of a vision on the way I wanted the church to go. And I, at first, I wanted a pop-up tent. I wanted some chairs. I built an altar. I had uh, my pulpit. Yeah. Uh, we got music. You know, we got everything we need to take it to the streets and have church. And we've had... Um, I don't know the exact number, but over hundreds of people, over a hundred people who've come to um, to come to our services, and, and we pray, uh, we worship. You know, we, we, we're a little church out there, and um, some people out there, you know, they're saying that's our church, right? Yeah, that's, our church. that's right. And Randy said um, this church is the best thing that's ever happened to the Lord. Yeah. And, uh, and I, I, but one of my favorite, most favorite things about um, the Lord, one of my most favorite things about. Uh, church and everything is prayer. Yes. Uh, so I preached this morning about how essential prayer is, and uh, we, me and Bridget started going through like all the answered prayer requests, um, all the answered prayers we've had. Oh and we yeah. Used to write them down, but there's just so many. Um, and I was asking Bridget yesterday. I was like, Bridget, give me some that that are recent. And she was thinking. She's like, you know what? I can't think of any. Oh. So I was like, you can't think of any. So I started naming them. Yeah, yeah. And um, there's tons of them. Um, so uh, some my, some of my favorite um, verses. Uh, John 14 and 13, I, just, I got it right here in my Bible. Uh, John 14 and 13 says, uh, Whatsoever ye shall ask in my name, that I will do it, that the Father may be glorified in the Son. Verse 14 says, If you shall ask anything in my name, I'll anything. Do it. Uh, Mark 11 and 24 says, Therefore I say unto you, What, what things soever you desire, that, desire, that word desire is pretty cool. Look it up. When you pray, believe that you receive them, and you shall have them. And uh, Matthew 21, 22 says, In all things whatsoever you shall ask in prayer, believe, and you shall receive them. Uh, uh, John 1, or John, 1 John 5, 14 says, We have confidence in Him that if we ask, if we ask, right. we'll get the things. That's right. That's right. Uh, Psalms 145, 18 says that the Lord is nigh unto all of them, rise and call upon Him in truth. Right. So me and, uh, me and my wife, we take these scriptures and we go into our closets. And sometimes we take the scriptures with us, and we go in there, and we pray for things, and we believe those scriptures. Yeah. We just believe what those scriptures yeah. say. And the Lord answers prayers. And yes, so, he it's does. Been, it's been really amazing. So our um, our ultimate goal was not to be in a pop-up tent forever. Right? It's hot. There's gnats. It's kind of miserable, actually. I'm really surprised I've had 100 people come to service because it, it's just it's hot. My church people could take it. Yeah. But they come anyway. They're coming. But my ultimate goal was, and I had... Uh, Almost like a newsletter, um, I would put on there what my ultimate goal was. I think within that maybe 10 to 12 people, just people who support us, just our followers, if you will. So our ultimate goal was to have uh, maybe like an eight by uh, eight and a half foot wide by 24 foot long covered trailer that I could convert into a church, right? Both sides come up if we want to. Um, we can put uh, windows on the side. Uh, just I want it to look just like a little mobile rolling church. We can just pull it around my little combo. And if the weather's bad, the second service we had, we got monsoon going. Right? People still came, but everybody got soaking wet. So if weather's bad, we close it down, we turn the AC on, we have church. So I mean, me and my wife took our little paper, 
uh, into our closets, and we just pray. We've been praying for a month. We've been praying for a month. And I got a call today um, after church, and uh, somebody called me, and I could tell they were uh, they were visibly, like, not upset, but kind of crying. And basically, um, they said that the Lord woke me up at 12 o'clock last night and said, write you a blank check. Woo! Glory! For the design of the church, everything. He said, whatever it is, the Lord told me to pay for all of it for you. Thank <laughs> the Lord. So we take those verses. We take those verses to heart. Like I believe what the Bible says. I believe what the Lord says. You know, little yeah. as much of God. Right. Yeah. Oh, we got to live. That's it. But when we take that to the Lord, right? He just multiplies. That's right. We have a vision. Right. He's not going to send us out without helping us, without making. A oh way. no, he's, he's going to make a way for work. His work. If He's called us to do it, He's going to open the doors. That's do right. And I really appreciate the Lord, so we're going to um, we're going to um, be praying and try to. Um, she said, uh, she basically she said, um, or they she she said they said any anything you need, tell me how much it costs, really. And so. That's not that's not a cheap. That's like no. writing a blank check and that's you know, right. in my mind I'm thinking somewhere around twenty thousand dollars. But the, uh, they said it doesn't matter. The Lord told them to write the check. So Hallelujah. I thank the Lord for that. And uh, I think some of they didn't even know yet. So we've been praying about it. Yeah. So we're gonna get our little building soon enough. And uh, I can't wait to tell the rest of the people at the church. Yeah. Just um, just keep praying for us because things are just amazing. Like, thank the Lord. And me and Bridget, every night, laying in that bed, just feel like just getting straight beat down on by the devil. And we just pray, and we pray, and we pray, and we go, we kind of go in circles with him. And, you know, we want to do what the Lord has us to do. We want to be in the will of God, right? And, and then the devil's like, well, no, 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 no. And then you're like, ah. But and then something like this happens, and it's just, it just, it just pretty amazing. Keep on going. Yeah, God, yeah, he, he, uh, he answers prayers. So if you have prayers you've been praying about, just hold on. And keep hold on. Don't give up. God answers prayer. Thank the Lord. I appreciate the Lord. I appreciate whoever the group is, but I appreciate them. Amen. I sure do. You know, uh, there's a lot of times we just don't. We don't have. I mean, we've come out. We just come out of a wonderful couple of years where things were really good. Things are really tight. But God's able to keep us. Yeah. Yeah. Amen. And somehow or another, we've always had just what we needed yeah. when we needed it. Yeah. All right. We're going to come to you uh, this evening for uh, the uh, Sunday night tithe and offering. We appreciate those who are able and are willing to help support. And so, uh, Brother Jackie, why don't you come and receive this offering again? I don't know about y'all, but that's the truth. Oh, yes, it is. Very encouraging. God is fighting for us. Yeah. God is on our side. Yeah, Keep praying, brother. That's right. That, that was awesome. That was awesome. Amen. I just thank God to have that is for us. Right. He's for us. He's for us. He's soon coming. That's right. Yeah. Pass the word around. Yeah, he's coming. You go over there with Brother Todd, pass the word around. That's right. Help him all you can. Yes. So that we can win now is the soldier that's going to make it. Right. And the soldier don't make it. We didn't do our part. We didn't do our part. I appreciate Brother Todd and what he Yes. Father, we thank you, Lord. We love you. We thank you, Jesus, for all that you do. 
God is so encouraging and helpful. And Lord, you are fighting for us. You are doing all that you can do. Lord, such a command, Lord. Have your way. Thank you, Lord, for your Holy Spirit and conviction. Thank you, Jesus, for Oh, Lord. Just yes, Lord. Just Jesus. Me, Lord. You're so merciful. Yes. Lord, be merciful, Lord, in this service tonight, Lord. God, help us, Lord, to get in like it was this morning. Yes. Lord, Lord. your spirit was so real this morning. We just love you for it, Lord. Be, be blessed this morning. Bless this service in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 All right, Teresa, have a song. Uh -oh. Thank the Lord. Thank the Lord. Uh, the Lord's been good, folks. We can never, never count him out. He is wanting to help us. Don't give up on the Lord. If you're having a hard time or slow time getting out of your test or trial, walk a little faster. Huh? The only way to walk out of that valley is to walk with Jesus. Amen. All right, let's get in. See what the Lord has for us tonight. Brother Jeff, I had a very quick testimony, not near as dramatic, but um, about several years ago, I mean several years ago, when my daddy retired from preaching, we loaded up our suburban, counted our money, and had just enough to get to um, where Daddy's retirement service was and to buy dollar meals at Reedy's on the way because we have four kids and get back home and forget. And when we got there, I've been reminiscing a little bit this week, you know, so when we got there, uh, a lady walked up to me at my dad's church and handed me something, held my neck and handed me something and said, God said you needed this. And I said, really? And I snuck off to the back of the stall and opened it up and counted two hundred dollars. Yeah. I said, but God, I got enough money. How do I need this? <laughs> and I got handed back home, and suburban broke down around Atlanta, and in a particular parking lot. And we had to buy food and a motel room and parts for the car. And I needed that $200. Amen. Jesus knew in advance. Yeah, yeah. But the story didn't stop there. There was a hunger inside of my soul. Yes. For something more. Right. Something more. A closer, deeper walk with God. And he put us in a parking lot that had a thrift store. And he knew I wouldn't read fiction. So one of the girls was going through the shelves and handed me a book. And said, oh, mama, I think you might can read this. And it was a history about the growth of Pentecost yeah. in the uh, state of Alabama. And I started reading through that, and I read all those stories, Brother Jeff, about how they first got down and they first started praying to the Holy Ghost. Right. Filled in, yes. and they began to speak with other tongues. Right. I read about the healing. I read about how people threw eggs at them, and it didn't matter. They just got right up and kept running the preaching and praying.
churches. Yeah. So God knew what would get my attention. Yes. And I said all this to say that you hungry? Yeah. You thirsty? Yeah. Come on to the well. That's right. Oh. Yes. Oh. He
steps. Order all that we do, Lord. Show us our way. Help us, Lord, to reflect you, Lord. What we need. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Oh, we serve a great God. A great God. Thank the Lord. Hallelujah. Thank the Lord. Thank the Lord. It's wonderful. I, I appreciate how God does that. And uh, there have been times uh, my wife and I, you ever just kind of want to see, okay, Lord, yeah, for Brother Todd over here, what about me, Lord? <laughs> Been times we've done like that. Not tell anybody that of the need coming. And when it came, the Lord had already took care of it all. Yes, amen. He's faithful. Yes, we can trust Him. Yeah. He will not leave us. And I appreciate the Lord for that. You know, this Christmas program that we do on the streets, Mulberry and different places and the lodge and all over, you know, every year we don't ask for any donations at all. We've been raised, you don't do that. And so one year I was just a crying and, you know, I, I told my husband, they need underclothes and socks. They ask for it on the streets. And body, they, they, they hate going to school stinking, you know. And I was praying and crying, and we were eating somewhere in Pooler. I don't know if we were with family, Father's Day, or no, it must have been later on. And I got a phone call. Somebody don't even go into church here. Only been one time, uh, Dr. Deary, way over in Alabama, his wife called me and says, Teresa, Dr. Deary called me and said, call Teresa and say, what do you? Wow. What do you need? Yeah. What do you need? And I said, I need socks and other clothes. <laughs> <laughs> and she said, it's coming. Look in the mail. Yeah. Now, Teresa, uh, have a good Christmas. Yeah. Talk here. But God yes, talked to somebody. Yes, Wait over there. Yeah. Right. Hey, you hear me? Diligently, and I want you to know 
that missionary. He said, oh, thank God. I thought, he don't know. The Lord dealt me to give him all we had. There's no money to get home, Brother Jackie. Not none. None. I can have asked for this. Give him everything we had. There's no money to eat. We ran a two or three week revival. Hardly any money. You hear me, folks? Yeah. What would you do if they just served you a, a hot dog once a day? Eat it. You eat it. Eat it. But I want you to know they called my family up there and they opened Bibles. They said to open the Bibles. And all of a sudden, out of a little small church, I think we had $1,500, dollars We ended up having. We had enough to pay all of our bills to get us home from Oklahoma. It was a month's salary. And what of what I want to make in life. Our Lord. Our God. showed up there at the meeting too and uh, Brother George at times he struggled with faith and he said I ain't going to make it I'm not going to make it you just have to know Brother George and I leaned over to him and I said it ain't over yet it ain't over yet amen I want to tell you something we are to be overcomers. Yeah. Now, a lot of times we can't do it on our own. 
but we're to have that overcoming spirit that I'm going to hold on for Jesus no matter what comes my way. I'm going to go on step after step after step after step. And I appreciate the Lord. Appreciate what God's doing for us. Uh, I hope I hope I'm wrong, but I just feel like times are getting ready to get rough, folks. But I want to tell you something. You hold on to Jesus. He'll bring you all the way through. Hey? He'll bring you all the way through. Amen. We've been having, a, uh, as a country, by and large, we've been inundated with uh, all kind of messages that are anti-Christian. And so I was looking in Romans chapter 1, and I was thinking I was going to preach from there. But uh, I looked up a little bit, and so I like to preach from Romans chapter 1. If you have your Bibles, turn there. Just have two verses I like to read. Martin Luther somewhat made these famous. Not Martin Luther King, the older one, Martin Luther. Romans chapter 1, and we'll read from verse 16. Verse 16. For I am not ashamed of the gospel of Christ. For it is the power of God unto salvation to everyone that believeth, to the Jew first and also to the Greek. For therein is the righteousness of God revealed from faith to faith. As it is written, the just shall live by faith. Let's bow our heads. Dear Lord Jesus, we thank you, Lord, already for your spirit moving here this evening. And Lord, we thank you for your word. And we thank you, Lord, for that gospel. Hallelujah. I thank you for it. For it is, Lord, the power for our power of salvation that we're needing. I pray, Lord, that you would help us here this evening. Anoint these feeble lips of clay. Open the hearts of each and every one from young boy, little girl, all the way up to the elderly, Lord. Help us and touch us and encourage us here this night. I pray in Jesus' name, amen. Amen. For I am not ashamed of the gospel. Now we see in uh, the very first verse here, it says, Paul, a servant of Jesus Christ. So this is not just any person writing this thing, this uh, epistle. It is Paul. And Paul, Brother Robert mentioned to us several years ago, instead of running from a fight, he ran into a fight. When things got worse, he'd run into it. And he's, he's telling us right there, for I am not ashamed of the gospel of Christ. Yeah. Woo! I'm not ashamed of it. I'm not ashamed of who Jesus is. I'm not ashamed of what He did. I'm not ashamed that He died on the cross for truly just like Paul. I glory in that cross because it was through that that we were able to receive salvation for our souls. Amen. The perfect sacrifice was laid there. Poured out for each one of us. So Paul, 
apparently there were some people that were ashamed. Can you imagine in this day and time when there was such persecution going on? It's not like today we can get out on the streets and, and start preaching the Gospel or, or trying to call up a crowd for that. But you know, today people just walk by. But in Paul's day, they call the authorities. They pull you in, take you into jail, beat you, possibly kill you. Amen. Paul, I don't. I think it was later on. He ended up being stoned, and they left him for dead. Amen. Outside those walls, but he said, "I am not ashamed. I am not ashamed." Hallelujah. Have you ever proclaimed the Lord? And then the devil come and hit you right after that. Pow. Make you see stars and you think, what happened? Don't be ashamed. Don't be, um, I'm trying to remember the term we used to use years ago whenever, well, a little bit of football playing I played. That was a long time ago. But anyway, they said, uh, I'm trying to remember, if you got, got your bell rung, you know what that meant? Okay. Then sometimes you would become a little shy. And you didn't quite hit as hard. Don't be ashamed. Don't be ashamed of the gospel. Don't be the shame of the gospel of Jesus Christ. It is the good news. It is that which we are needing. It is that which this uh, world is needing right now. The good news. Not just some kind of watered down, make you feel good thing, but something that will change your heart and your life. Amen. Something that will take sin and throw it out of your life. Amen. And allow the Holy Ghost to come and fill you and live in you and live through you. The Gospel of Christ. Amen. I don't know about you, but I'm not ashamed of it. I'm not ashamed of it. I love that song. And I didn't notice it when we used to first sing it there. Uh, has anybody been healed? I think you sing that part. Sang it this morning. Anybody been? Help me with the lyric. Uh, has anybody been something in the water? Yeah. And I realized when that... And I, I got to say, and y'all have too now. Yes. I have. I have. I've been in that fountain. I've been changed by the water of the blood of Jesus Christ. I have. I've been healed. Amen. There have been many times I've been healed. Amen. Many times I've been blessed and helped. I have. I'm not ashamed. I'm not ashamed. Amen. And notice what it says here. When a person is not ashamed, for it is the power of God unto salvation. Now, not just being ashamed is not the, but this proclaiming of the gospel helps bring that salvation. How shall they hear? How shall they hear? Except they have a preacher. Amen. Or a sister or somebody to testify and tell others. Amen. Of what Jesus has done. It is that power. I want to tell you the Holy Ghost. I love the Holy Ghost. I love the baptism of the Holy Ghost. I love it whenever God speaks through us. Amen. I love it when He just 
it makes me feel good, but the Holy Ghost came a little bit for that. But what the Holy Ghost really came for was to give us that power to proclaim the gospel. To be effective in being able to talk to somebody about Jesus. Amen. We may not have all the answers, but I'm going to tell you, when the power of the Holy Ghost and the power of the gospel of Jesus Christ comes, amen, it will help us to be able to talk to folks, amen, And for it is the power unto salvation. He didn't call the angels to preach the gospel. He called us. Amen. He called us. Men and women. Amen. To come and to proclaim that. For it is the power of God unto salvation. I'm so glad. <laughs> uh, forgive me. I, 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 I'm not against these people. But I'm so glad we don't have to go through a rabbi. I'm so glad we don't have to go through a priest. Amen. I'm so glad we don't have to go through that. Amen. Because he said unto everyone that believeth. Everyone. Is everyone here? That includes you. You're part of it. You're the one that He sent the Gospel to that we might be saved and might be able to be changed. I've tried to tra- train a few dogs through the years. <laughs> we bought an a Australian Blue Healer uh, to guard a little business that we had. I thought he was thoroughbred bread but he wasn't and so anyway i'd leave him in the office during nighttime so nothing would get stolen you know and then in the morning i'd take him and and chain him up outside hopefully he'll do something out there do his business out there i trained that dog that dog would not use the bathroom except for on concrete (laughs) he would spend hours out there behind it you know, never do nothing. But the moment I brought him in that office, here he go. Huh? But you know, I found that you can't really train people either. I've tried. I used to think, if I could learn it, you can learn it. If I can do it, you can do it. I've taught people. I've run businesses in the past in the church. You know, I I really and truly in some ways working uh, in business, you can control that better because if something's wrong, you can fix it. But what do you do with a person you think you got fixed and then they break again and again? Huh? But I have found the power to change people. It is in the gospel. It is in the good news. It is in teaching that Jesus Christ is Lord and Savior. Amen. And that He loves us and He wants us. It's hard to believe, isn't it? It's hard to believe. 
Huh? Sometimes my own mama didn't want to claim me. Hello? You ever been there? Huh? You ever been to the place you didn't want to claim your own youngin'? Hmm? But he wants us? That's the good news. That whosoever will, amen, if you'll come and submit unto him, lay yourself out, melt before him, allow him to mold us and make us into his image and his likeness. To everyone who believeth, to the Jew first, this was first given to the Jews. The Jews, they missed their calling. The Jews messed up. They were the first. They were called. They were to present, amen, to the world, the plan of God and how to live. The only thing is, they got to using it in the wrong way. They got to using the truth of God in a way to try to take over people and to control people and to put people under them. Folks, that's not what the gospel is. And so, it was given to them first and then it was offered to us. <laughs> Hallelujah. Woo! Lord, would you heal my daughter? Would you heal my daughter, Lord? It's not me to give the bread for the children to the dogs. Wow. But Lord, they are allowed to eat the crumbs that fall from the table. I don't know about you, but I've eaten a lot of crumbs. And then after a while, the Lord began to give us more than just crumbs. We began to get pieces. Amen. But the Lord has sent forth that word of salvation to the Jew and to the Greek. Amen. And there is no difference in God's eyes. Amen. Between us anymore. And if we're going to make heaven our home, we all got to go through Jesus. It's the only way. Amen. For therein is the righteousness of God revealed. Have you ever said, Lord, show me the way. Lord, show me what the right way is. I can tell you, the right way will always be the righteous way. Always do it God's way. Always do it the way God would be pleased in. Amen. And so he wants us. Amen. It's going to be revealed to us. Aren't you glad that salvation is not a secret? Amen. It's not a secret. It's open for all the world to see. And I, I tell you what, our world has become so, oh, I don't hardly know. It seems like they've gotten their brains and run it in a, in a, you know, something agitated it all up and poured spaghetti juice back into it. Amen. They don't have any brains. I know this is not right, but you know everybody else is doing it. The Lord's righteousness and His holiness is the same. It has not changed 
Sin, the definition of sin, has not changed. Even from the very beginning in Genesis, amen. When the Lord tells you something, it's what God wants you to do. And if someone tells you God told you, I want to tell you something about being prophesied over, okay? Did you know many times that word of prophecy is a word that is to confirm something that God's already been telling you? Huh? So we need to be careful. We need to make sure that we do the right things. For the Lord will reveal those things to you. You in a jam and you can't figure out how to fix things? Ask the Lord. And when He shows it to you, don't tell the Lord, Lord, I can't do that. You ask Him to show you. Do it. Do it. Don't put it off. Do it. But do you know what it's going to do to me? I mean, it'd be better to obey God than to be lost and undone in the world. I'm going to tell you, folks, this, I don't even know what you call it now, Brother Robert said there's a bunch more letters on it, and I didn't know about all them. LGBT. I don't know about all, you know, all them things. We get all hyped up about that, but what about the other things? The reason they don't want to fight that is because then they're going to have to go back on adultery and on fornication. Amen. Then they're going to have to go back and back and back on things. I'm going to tell you something, folks. I want to live by the Word of God. If it's right, it's right. And I'm going to tell you something. God doesn't change His mind about His Word. The Bible says that His Word is forever settled in heaven. And I appreciate the Lord for that. And so, I'm not going to get down. You can just read the next verse. And see what goes on here. But I want to talk to us about, I'm not ashamed. Don't be ashamed of the gospel. Don't be ashamed of it. But, but, but I'll lose my job. Well, I didn't need that job. Huh? But, but if, if I do what the gospel says, then I can't. Whatever you can, you don't need to do. You don't need to have. Stick with the gospel. It will not lead you wrong. And don't. I seen a picture just the other day. Oh, I I think it was in one of the magazines I got. Of uh, Jefferson's Bible again. You know? All cut up. What he accepted and what he didn't accept. Folks. If you're going to be a child of God. You've got to take it. All of it. And do like the prophets. Eat it all. Eat it all. Amen. Teresa, come. Let's uh, have a song. But I, I made mention earlier about Martin Luther. Martin Luther was a good old Catholic priest. He, uh, he uh, if you'll remember, he's the father of the Reformation. 
that basically helped us, quote, Protestants pull out of the Catholic Church. With his faults and failings, I appreciate what he done because we were bound within that Catholic Church before. But he was sent to Rome. And there he expected almost an angelic experience of God. Being there in Rome where all the saints had trod and being there with all the Pope and all that. And one of the first things one of the younger monks said to Martin Luther, he said, oh, you know how I used to say, silver and gold have I none? So now we got all the silver and gold we need. And when he got there and he found out that the other monks were partaking in debauchery. They were drinking, breaking their vows, committing adultery and fornication. And oh, Martin Luther, uh, he may not have known everything, and he didn't, but I want to tell you what, he loved God's Word. And so he was so upset about everything going on, but you know those good Catholics, they're going to work out that salvation. And so he had determined he was going to walk up these steps. Now, I can't remember how many steps these are, but there are a lot of steps. Uh, a lot of steps. More than we've seen anywhere around here. Probably more than I've ever seen up at the Capitol in Washington, D.C. and some of those places. Steps going up. And so what he was doing... He was going up one step at a time on his knees. And then he was praying the rosary. And he got up, got to going. And I can't remember exactly how it went, but something got his attention. And he heard a voice. This verse right here. The just shall live by faith. It's not by the works that you do. Amen. You live in holy, it's not going to help you to get to heaven. Amen. But I'm going to tell you something. If you don't live holy, it may keep you out of heaven. But oh, how are we going to make it? Amen. Uh, the just shall live by faith. Amen. Believe in God that He will bring us through day by day. He got up from there, went and got his stuff. And he went back to, uh, I think it was Gutenberg at that particular time in Germany. You know about all this? That's wonderful. Amen. What about you? You know about this? We need to read on Amen. It's our history. Come on. We did come from that. But more so, we came from the apostles, and more so from Christ who sent out the word and Paul was able to say, I am not ashamed of the gospel. I am not ashamed. I'm not ashamed. Amen. Teresa, I haven't told you, but I, I, I've been listening to uh, uh, Estimus. Some of them old books I can't read, but I can listen to them somewhat. And Escubus talks about the persecutions in the first 100 and 200 years 
of Christianity. You know what I saw in those? I saw a lot of similarity in the people's attitudes, the world's attitude at what we're living in right now. We need to be ready, folks. Don't be ashamed. Don't be ashamed of the gospel. Are you willing to die? It was in Ascubus that it talked about Polycarp. And they pleaded with that old man. Just, all you got to do is come over and pick up a little pinch of incense and drop it on the flame. That's all it takes. That's all it takes. Why won't you do that? Why won't you deny Jesus? And he said, 80 and some odd years, I have served him. And he ain't never done me nothing. <laughs> Let's stand all across the house. I don't feel like any of you are ashamed of the gospel. But I want to tell you something. You're going to be tested. You're going to be tried. Peter said, Lord, I'll never deny you. He said, this night, you'll deny me three times before the cock crows. And he did. Do you know Jesus? No, I don't know him. You are with Jesus. I don't know what you're talking about. See how easy it can be? Don't be ashamed of Jesus. Don't be ashamed. For it is the power of God and salvation. Come, let's pray, let's seek the Lord. Examine yourself where you're at. And if you need to move forward, say, Lord, I need more of you. He'll answer that.
Thank you.